Okay. Yes, you do. Well, good morning. I have prepared a half-hour presentation with a video, but I need to put everything in 15 minutes so that we can start the second service uh, in the order. But God has laid on my heart, I'm changing all the presentation, everything. So Gwen, bear with me, all right? Don't put anything out there, please. Um, through all what we heard this morning, the Lord put on, our heart, on my heart one thing, especially during also yesterday. And I just want to start it with uh, one phrase. So one time there was a group of Americans, a Jew, an Iranian, and an Arab. And you might think I'm telling a joke, right? <laughs> but it's not a joke. We're all here gathered in Marquette, Upper Michigan, the Upper Peninsula, because we have one cause, and it is to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ, what he has done in our lives, and what he continues to do in our people groups, throughout the nations, and it's all because we experienced his love in our hearts. And this, he is the one who unites us. With countries, maybe we will never see peace, but with people who are worshiping the Lord Jesus Christ, this is the real deal. And that's why we love ministry to Jews. We love ministry to Iranians. We're working with the American church. You are supporting Arabs who come from Arabic countries. It's because of Jesus Christ. And um, I love what uh, you said about God does not call the equipped, but he does equip the called. Maybe uh, this morning when you hear uh, all of us missionaries sharing and we're wearing our suits and nice clothes, you might think we are a race above everyone else because we're missionaries. No, on the contrary. We are broken people who have lots of health issues, who come from broken backgrounds, who have seen God work in our hearts. The difference is God has called us to be full-time in ministry while God continues to call you to be full-time in ministry while you are working and doing life. And uh, my story is a story of brokenness because I come from a minority of minorities of Christian born-again families in Lebanon that are persecuted by Christians and Muslims. And till age uh, six or seven, I never heard of Islam until the civil war started in Lebanon. The Muslims were trying to take over our country because Lebanon was the only country that was very westernized. And then I found out that for the next 15 years, the basement of our building in Beirut became like a second home for us with cockroaches and mice and humidity and no electricity, no water. Uh, for three months at a time, we will be uh, the only fruit and vegetable would be only tomatoes. We didn't know when the next meal would come from. And although I accepted the Lord through CEF flannel boards and the story of Jesus, and I knew that it's not enough for my family to, fo to be following Jesus. I'm going to hell if I don't ask him to be my king and my Lord, and I open my heart to him. But during the 15 years, with teenage years, and seeing death in front of me, uh, bombs uh, exploding in front of me while going to school, seeing many of my friends uh, being killed or my neighbors, I uh, harbored a lot of um, fear 
and hatred, real hatred in my heart towards Muslims. I've never seen a Muslim, but I had this hatred in my heart. And I thought I had the right to hate those people who were hurting me and destroying my life and my family's life. I kept a dark room in my heart, although God has washed my heart, just as we say, as white as snow, but I kept a dark uh, room there. But when I was 19 years old, I was invited to work in a Christian Arabic radio station because I have writing uh, skills and uh, recording skills. And I was there and they asked me to start responding by letters. That was in 1988 with uh, the listeners back then, shortwave radio. That was the only way reaching the Muslim world. And I was shocked that I was touching the same paper a Yemeni or a Saudi Arabian or a Sudani has touched two weeks ago. It takes that long. It used to take that long for a letter to come. And suddenly all this hatred, all this anger burst out in me. And I cried out to God and I said, why are you putting me here? These beasts are not humans and they don't deserve to hear the gospel message. And even if they heard it, they will not understand it because their hearts are so dark. And suddenly the Holy Spirit spoke to me and he said, Samia, do you think you deserve my saving grace? And do you think my blood is not precious enough to visit those Muslims and explain to them my salvation and for them to be saved? And suddenly I saw my sinful nature. And I started reading their letters. And for the first time, I could see them as humans, broken, filled with fear. They are calling out to their Allah that does not answer. They're afraid of death. They have the same problems as I had. And God started to teach me how to answer their letters. And within a few months, God melted all this fear and hatred and anger, and he replaced it with his agape love. That was in 1989. And I knew that I was called to serve and love Muslims. I know this is from him because since 1989 till today, this love that God poured in my life towards Muslims has never changed. On the contrary, it increases. God taught me to look at them through his eyes as the victims of a regime that's not only a religion, but an ideology and an oppressive way of living. They were born into this and they are not allowed to think for themselves. And God showed me that I need to hate sin and love the sinner hate the ideology of Islam that destroys people, but love the Muslims who he loves as well. And since that time, I have seen thousands of Muslims accept the Lord. Many of them paid a high price and they died for his sake. And I believe if God did not change me like this, I wouldn't have married my husband who is an evangelist and have a heart for Muslims. He was raised in Egypt also, oppression and persecution. He saw his own friends in college back in the 80s, the Muslim Brotherhood grabbing the Christian students and throwing them from the second balcony. So that happened even before you heard of 9-11 and the Muslims. Persecution has been happening in, Islamic, in the Islamic world for 14 centuries. 
And I praise the Lord for all the translations of the Bible. We still have a way to go. 3,000 unreached groups in the world. 50% of them are Muslims. The Arabic Bible has been translated in 878 AD. So it's been around for a long time, but Satan buried the Bible in our own language for 14 centuries. Only minority of Christians followed through. Islam destroyed it, but praise God, now God is taking over the Muslim world. The Lord has allowed us and honored us to serve him for three decades. And we see God destroying the walls of Islam. I just want to point out that two years ago, we started praying and saying, because we've done so many outreaches to Muslims, and we worked among refugees and evangelism. I teach in churches. My husband travels all around the world. But we felt there's something bigger that we need to do. And we said, Lord, please show us what it is. And suddenly, I read a Pew Research that said in 2016 that the world population will grow 35% between the year 2010 and 2050. But the Muslim population will grow 73% because of birth rate. And guess what? Today, we have 1.8 billion Muslims in the world. 50% of them are under the age of 25. So we said, yes, Lord, we know who we need to target. It's the younger generation of Muslims. And that's how Al-Meg TV, which means Glory TV, was born October 2017 to reach the younger generation. And I want to show you this video to see how God is using satellite, just as we heard in Iran. He's using satellite to reach 400 million Arabic-speaking people in the world. And we found out that there are 300 million Muslims who know English as second language, and they only watch English media. So our next goal within a few weeks to launch the English programs as well so that we can reach 700 million Muslims with the word of God. Let's watch this video, please. In the next 40 years, the world population will grow 35%, but the Muslim population will grow 73%. Muslims desperately need to hear the gospel message. There are 1.67 billion Muslims in the world. 400 million speak Arabic and 300 million speak English as their first or second language. The harvest is plenty. On October 12, 2017, we launched Al-Mag TV, a satellite Christian channel in Arabic covering the Middle East. And on July 2, 2018, we launched our North American channel which broadcasts English and Arabic programs. We stream 24-7 on satellite, YouTube, IPTV boxes, and on our website. Al-Mag means glory. Our mission is to make disciples in the Muslim world. Al-Mag TV targets the 700 million Arabic and English-speaking Muslims worldwide. We broadcast evangelistic programs, apologetics, discipleship teachings, and musical worship. Al-Mag TV is a pioneer in specialized evangelism and discipleship programs for teens and young adults a 24-7 one-on-one chatting feature with the viewers on WhatsApp and Viber, which has proven to be very effective, and English programs that speak to the Western young Muslims. Amazing stories of hope pour in daily from all over the Muslim world. Hundreds of new viewers chat with us weekly, affirming God's work in the lives of the forgotten remote villages and towns of closed Islamic countries. Abdu, a 13-year-old boy from Iraq, became a follower of Christ after watching the Jesus film on our channel. 
He shared that since he was five, he would see Jesus in his dreams. Abdu has experienced persecution because of his faith, but our team encourages him with Bible verses and prayer. Monira from Saudi Arabia shared that she is sincerely troubled by the strife, confusion, and bloodshed within Islam. She lives in fear and is secretly chatting with us to learn about Jesus. We sent Monira the Gospel of Luke and a prayer script to give her life to Jesus. She promised to read and to pray, but she is afraid she will be caught. Hassan from Yemen contacted us asking for help in teaching his seven younger brothers about Jesus. We provided him with discipleship lessons. He was thrilled to be able to learn with his brothers how to live fully for Christ. If Hassan is discovered by his family, he could be killed for leaving Islam and for converting his seven brothers. Salah, who lives in Darfur, Sudan, is a new believer from a Muslim background. He is being asked by many Muslims in Darfur about Jesus, and we provide him with guidance on how to respond to their questions and disciple them. Recently, Salah told us that the Lord provided a pastor from South Sudan who helped him secretly baptize all the new believers in Darfur. These are a small sample of the stories that we hear every day at Al Mag TV. God is at work in places where no missionaries are allowed. Every prayer warrior and supporter is part of this frontline mission. The internet or cable can be blocked or stopped at any time in Islamic countries. Satellite television is the number one avenue God is using now to bring the message of eternal life to millions of Muslims. Through Al Mag TV, 700 million English and Arabic speaking Muslims can have access to the message of life via satellite TV. Partner with us today and watch and wonder how the Lord will use you to reach millions. Al Mag TV, live the glorious life today. Amen. Amen. God is doing amazing things, and we have a Bible verse on our wall when we enter our office. It's from John 10, 16 that we adopted in 2001 when we founded the ministry, where Jesus promised, I have other sheep too that are not of this sheepfold. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there will be one flock with one shepherd. We are experiencing this day in and day out. We want to thank you for your partnership with us. We want to thank you for praying for us because spiritual warfare is very strong when we are going into those close countries. Please continue to pray for us and support us. I want to close with one more story that is so new. This young man is from Jordan and he chatted with us. Most of our viewers are texting us because they're afraid to make phone calls or send emails because the government might catch them. They're using WhatsApp and Viber to text us. And he said, I don't believe in Islam anymore, and please tell me how can I follow Christ? And we asked him, what do you know about Christ? He says, I've been having dreams of Al-Masih, Christ, for the past few months since I started watching your channel. And he appears to me always riding on a white horse and coming down from heaven. I don't know if this is true. Is he going to do that? Of course, he never read the revelations. But I would like to become a true Christ follower. And we led him th through, you know, uh, explaining what is salvation, accepted Christ. We go through with them a discipleship. And then just a few weeks ago, he texted us back and he said, remember, I accepted the Lord three months ago with you. I have been offline for quite some time now, but it's because my family discovered that I was a Christian. I couldn't stay silent. They kicked me out. My brothers beat me up, and now I'm on the streets. 
but I'm not giving up on Jesus. Another young man, a young woman, 19 years old in Morocco, texted us and said, is this Jesus Christ for real? And I was chatting and I said, yes, he is, and he is alive, and he can change lives. Why are you asking? And she said, I just finished watching a, a movie on your channel. It's about Jesus Christ, and I can't believe the compassion and he, the love that he has. He seems like more than a prophet. You say he's alive? I said, yes. She said, could you please share with me his phone number and address so that I can talk to him. I need to follow this person. He's more than a prophet. There are people, 80% of Muslims have never heard of Jesus yet, but because of your partnership, because of what God is doing, more people are watching TV and they are responding to the message of hope in Christ. We have a sign-up card outside if you want to receive our quarterly newsletter by mail for security. We would love to do that. And also, we have many resources to help you. Thank you so much, and may the Lord continue to use you in an amazing way here and wherever God leads you. Amen.